Alright, welcome everyone to another episode of uh, Goosey Hooligans. I'm over here with uh, Vic and Shaji, and uh, today we're going to go over AEW's All Out. And so, did everyone watch uh, the AEW All Out? Oh, yeah. It was a great show. It was okay show. I'll give it a... I'll give my rating first. I, I give it a B. Plus. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I say I'll give it a B. I mean, I thought the the first one was the best out of all. I give it a B plus as well. Yeah, give it a B plus as well. <clears throat> all right. So off uh, off the top, any negatives that you guys had about the pay per view? Let's start off with that. Uh, well, let's see. Uh, during the Battle Royal, I think the camera work was horrible. They did talk about that a lot. And I saw yeah. about and I saw that as well. I'm like, gonna... like people are getting like um, the top people are getting eliminated. Then they see you go you see the people coming out and then you see somebody on the floor. You don't see them actually going over the top rope. Yeah, you know, it wasn't the, the, to start the battle royal that way. It wasn't that great. Um, you know, it was just introducing some new women wrestlers. I felt like that was the whole point of it to show the you know the amount of people that they had. But you know, it wasn't anything amazing though. I give it yeah. to you. I, so they started off that match, and the first thing I thought was, okay. You're gonna have this battle royal for one of the spots in the women's tag team, and then they explained that on the pay per view it was another one, right? Mm-hmm. And that one, I'm like, why are they getting a singles match? Yeah, I'm not really uh, looking forward to that match at all. After seeing the two, uh, <clears throat> the one winner and the winner of the other, I would have rather had the other Asian go. Uh, exactly, exactly. But it was just the case that. They had two other women that are about to have a match. Why did? Why are they deserving of having a match yeah. to get into it? Well, the same can say, the same about the um, the men's because Chris Jericho and um, uh, what's his name Omega had that uh, qualification match, and remember Adam Page won the Battle Royal. Correct. The same thing. They just did the same thing with the men's. So that was confusing. I don't mind who won the Battle Royal because obviously. They're trying to build up Nyla Rose. But much could be said that why it wasn't Britt Baker in that match, the qualifying match, because she's won like two matches already, I believe. Yeah. I think they're just keeping her in line for the next one. But I think they're trying to push this Nyla Rose as kind of like that new beast out there that people need to be afraid of her, The like the awesome Kong, you know? Correct. But, you know, it just was kind of a waste to me. I'm glad it was in the pre-show. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it could have been done better, but it wasn't done good at all. Yeah. Especially Mercedes Martinez. She looked like a superstar when she came out. And then it gets, just, you know, gets thrown out. Yeah. Like, they put what her... Guys, they put what her, do you guys think about the her. length of this pay-per-view, though, overall? I thought this was long. Yeah, it was a pay-per-view. Yeah, it was pretty like, how many, how many matches? Like, like seven matches, right? That's it. Because it started at seven, didn't it end until midnight, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw it was like three and a half hours. Let me see. Um, 
I'm playing it right now, so let me pause it. Less is but, always uh, less is always better. It is. It's yeah. You know, the fans will get tired after a while, and I definitely got tired. And I was like, you know, after some one point, I was like, oh, I'm just gonna go to sleep. But I'll watch rest tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> I fell asleep after the Lucha Bros match, and then uh, yeah, I, I really waited for the Lucha Bros, and that was it for me. <laughs> they really should have had a buffer match between those two. Well, they should have had the best friends match between the Lucha Bros and the main event. Well, yeah, truth. but they're they, they're doing this whole like New Japan style. So the order of this is like they do it goes from least important to most important. Yeah. Mats. Well, truth be told, the the first match on the pay per view, SCU versus who was it? Best friend. No, no, no best friend. No, um, the Luchasaurus and the the, the two kids. Yeah, that match <clears throat> should have been on the on the pre-show, and the be- the best friends match should have been on the pre-show because those two they dragged down the the pay-per-view. Yeah, they could have just got Totos and put the battle royal on the pay-per-view. Correct, and it probably would have been better. Yeah. So let's go down into that SoCal uncensored Luchasaurus match. I mean. You had SoCal win, but obviously everyone's still high on Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, and Margot Sun. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I think the right people won. Like, the people that would have won should have won. Because Jungle Boy and the other guys are super undersized. Uh, Luchasaurus, you know, I think he's a star in the making. But it's not his time just yet. So I think the right people went over. You can't start off with it. Yeah, I, I think either way would have been fine. Whoever had won, but I think it's fine the way SCU won. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, eventually they're going to have a losing streak and Luchasaurus is going to turn on them and, you know, destroy both of them. <laughs> yeah. They lose that mask and everything. It's It'll be eventually. I think they'll keep this team together for a little while because they're like that good field team. You know, I think they're going to end up having like a three-man tag team title in this company because you see a whole bunch of them forming now. Correct. Yeah. I think they'll get to the point where they'll probably challenge for a belt, maybe in like one, one and a half years, maybe. And then Luchasaurus, he'll he'll turn heel on those two and go a separate path. Yeah, but they won't win the title, obviously. Yeah. I think the two of them are just way too undersized. Talking about going heel, we we jumped uh, the whole private party, Jake Evans and uh, and Helico. Oh yeah. Yeah. Private party, obviously. I like private party. To be honest with you, but it was definitely interesting to see Angelico and um, <clears throat> Jake Evans turn heel. Obviously, I yeah. think I just think they just need more heel um, tag team, so they needed to do that. Yeah, I'm tired of like you know, and Elko and Jack uh, Jack Evans, right? Yeah. Um, you know, I'm tired of them losing though, because they're a good tag team, you know, and you know they were on Lucha Underground and all that, and f- they were great together, but they look like jobbers over here. So I think they need to have some heel heat to them, make heel. them a little bit different. I think so too. Because they're good. Like I hate that they're losing. And I don't think they should have lost a private party, but it's whatever it is. And but at least there was a heel move there for them. Yeah. Part of me feels that 
AEW after their pay-per-views, they see certain uh, acts that go over and they put them over even more on the next pay-per-view. And that was probably what happened with Party uh, Private Party. They got so over on the previous pay-per-view that they, they're like, okay, they're, they're hot, they're on fire, let's get them over. Yeah. So let's go to the next match, which was pretty much an awesome match. It was definitely different for me because I didn't know... I didn't know the backstory to this, but it, it was the Cracker Barrel clash, and it had Darby Allin and Joey Janela and Jimmy Havoc, which I thought was a crazy, insane match. What are your guys' thoughts? It was. It was nuts, that match. And, you know, all three of those guys are freaking hardcore. Um, Janela, you weren't expected out of, but he showed plenty with Moxley before and again and again. But these other two, it's just crazy, the stuff that they're doing in these matches. You know they got to be hurting pretty bad, too. <laughs> but I thought that was a great match overall. The, the only issue that I have with that is that those three right there are, are your typical deathmatch wrestlers. Yeah. And essentially, you guys could have told an even bigger story by having those guys in a match, you know? Yeah. So they kind of threw well, it together, which was good to see. But at the same time, I was like, Man, where was the story development in this? You know, you guys could have made this even much bigger. Well, the thing was, these three were a tag team at Fight for the Fallen. Yeah. And there was no, nothing happened that was breaking them up. They didn't fight or anything there. No, they had a backstage fight. Oh, did they? Yeah. Yeah. If you watch the, the, you know, those uh, YouTube episodes they had, the the road to fight, what is the name of this pay-per-view? The road to all out. They have a, a fight in the back back. Yeah. Which I think this is this is where TV's gonna be better for them. Once they get on TV, these storylines can be really seen. Yeah. Cause I don't fo- follow all these storylines unless, you know you know, unless it's, it's like trending on social like media Jericho or <laughs> <laughs> Moxley or Kenny Omega. I wanna see what they got to say. Yeah. So obviously, crazy match with the with the barrels. They they yeah. they had some high spots. You know what I mean? Very good match. So let's go on to the next one. Hey, what about the paper cuts? They were doing the paper cuts. Paper the cuts. Match. Yes, that was. <laughs> and the first thing I would thought I was like, "Wow, that would really hurt." <laughs> yeah, it would. I'm like, oh, or the skateboard with the nails on it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn, who thought of this? Yeah. <laughs> they they definitely you see uh, who's that, CZW? Yeah. Probably some shit like that. And your boy, uh what's him call it? Um Jimmy Havoc always walking around with uh a staple gun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he staples everyone. <laughs> but Jimmy and Darby are way too close in like kind of gimmick. Yes. So I don't know. I think they just need to be separated a little bit because they're kind of very similar, the two of them. Maybe they were a tag team or something and they just, I don't know, broke up and then kept some of the gimmick. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so let's go on to the next match. That was uh, Kenny Omega versus Pac. What do you got? Yeah, I mean, I was really impressed with Pac. I mean, he is impressive. He's like the closest thing to Chris Benoit currently, I think. 
Yeah. And Paco, this was a standout performance for him because he needed this because people forgot about him. He's not like, you know, Moxley who's out there right now or how Jericho was when he was in the indie scene. People kind of are forgetting about what Pac can do. So it's good for him to be out there again because he's one of these top guys. He should be the he should be challenging for the title sooner or later. And, you know, he just proved himself by winning this match because he just beat Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega was probably third or fourth on the top of AEW list. So he just beat him right now. I was definitely surprised with the finish. I did not have uh, Pac winning this. But I could see that they did good by doing that, you know, because. Yeah, Yeah. push another guy over. Correct. Yeah, plus uh, I I thought, uh, I mean, I thought they were going to bring Dean Ambrose out. I mean, John Moxley out and maybe distract uh, Quinny Amogia, you know, so he could win it. But they didn't even have to do that. He beat him for a clean. And I think it's important because AEW is all about the wins and losses. And. They've said that plenty of times, and Pac just did it. Well, I'm just—I was glad for Pac because obviously he—he's been through a lot, especially with not going in the match uh, previously before, and then uh, backing out on that. So he needed some good, <clears throat> some good in his life because I think it would have been done bad if uh, he would have lost his first match after the shenanigans that he pulled in the last pay per view match. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's saying he won't come if he doesn't win. That's pretty yeah. much what he said here, too. Did you guys listen to the Busted Open podcast with Mark Henry about Pac? I didn't know Mark Henry was his mentor. Yeah. yeah. Mark Henry said, told him he needs a turn. And yeah. this is, he needs to show that for his size, he's as powerful as anyone else. Mm. He needs yep. to be a heel. And he did it. He said it'd be uh, Chris Benoit, right? Yeah. Now, with, um, with Pac, were you guys surprised that he submitted uh, Kenny? Uh, yeah, I didn't think Kenny would, especially being at the top of AEW, I didn't think he would allow for that to happen. I thought it would just be a pin or something, but it was a clean tap. So it's kind of it's good. They're going to push Pac then. That's what that means. Yeah, I mean, you saw that after the sh- um, the pay per view, they had that scene when Adam Cole about to talk and Pac comes out and starts to fight. You think after yeah. the Jericho's little skit? Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess that's gonna be the next feud for Adam Page. Yeah, it was definitely. I was definitely uh, intrigued. Well, not intrigued. Surprised by the finish. I did not see Kenny Omega tapping out. <laughs> Yeah. And that was definitely a surprise. And obviously after that, I was like, oh, man, they're definitely going to be pushing Pac. <clears throat> but going back to the pay-per-view, so they had this match come on. And then right after that, they had the best friends and Dark Order come out. Uh, <laughs> that, that should be on uh, the pre-show, too. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So you have that – you had – that match was actually pretty good, uh, the Kenny yeah. the Kenny Omega Pac. But then you put these guys in; they couldn't top that, you know. So you, it's pretty much setting them up for failure, essentially. And this comes to my other other negative of the pay per view. Okay, so you have a you have a tag team title uh, tournament right now. 
I think you got the order wrong, though, on it. Yeah? Because it was Pac and Omega to start it off. No, that's and what... And then I... it was Darby. Darby was after. Oh, Darby was and after? And then it was Best Friends. Oh, okay. So, but uh, but that's what I'm saying. So now you're going into Darby and these guys after... Pac and, yeah, Kenny. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You have those going off, right? And it's yeah. a, and whoever wins gets a first round bye. The re the the thing that got me pissed off is like, how are the best friends and a dark order in a match to get a first round bye for the tag team titles? Wouldn't you think it'd be the Lucha Brothers and you know the ones in the ladder match? Exactly. Don't you think they should be the ones getting the bye? Exactly. <laughs> well, I think both teams should get a bye for being where they're at, but <laughs> exactly they're 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 co main 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 eventing pay per views, and you're telling me that they don't get a a first round bye. Maybe they're not going out to the title since a few triple A triple titles. No, I'm pretty sure they're in it. I think they um, are in it. Okay, I don't know. I didn't see you think. You think the Young Bucks, the only reason, uh, I'm not going to say anything, that they lost this title was, but they want those world titles from AEW. They should be the first champions. I think that's what they feel. Well, I think, I think, um, wait, you were talking about uh, which team? Well, I was saying the Young Bucks, you know, they're not going to lose their opportunity not to win the world champions of AEW when they think they're the best tag team in the world. Exactly, and that's why I'm saying you can't this. keep a, you can't keep either of those teams out when they think they're the best. It's going to come down to the two of them, probably. Exactly, <laughs> those those two teams should automatically get first round buys, and all the other teams got to prove themselves. That's where I'm getting at. There's yeah, no, opposite sides of the bracket, let them prove themselves. Exactly, the other side, because I was like, how are the best friends and the Dark Order in this match, and they're going to get a, a first round buy? I'm just like, what the hell? How did they earn this shot? And that's that. That was my second issue with the pay per view. They didn't really explain that. Yeah. And yeah, once you get a weekly show, they'll yeah better story. But who are the rest of the teams in the, in the tournament? Like, did you guys find that out? I don't know who the rest of the teams are in the tournament. Well, this was these guys, best friends, Dark Order. Uh, was it the? What else would it be? But you gotta have the Luchasaurus guys in there. Private party. Private party. Uh, exactly. But we're guessing right now. But they didn't show like an actual bracket of some sort. I mean, yeah. if they showed an actual bracket, then I could get interested and invested. But all of a sudden, they're saying, "Oh, well, they're getting a first round buy in the fucking <laughs> tag team titles." I'm like, "Wait, wait, who's who? Who's in the tournament? <laughs> why aren't why aren't uh, the other two getting the first round buy? They should want to yeah. get one automatically, but." That, like I said, that was the issue that I had with that. Yeah, and that and and that gets me on to the to the next segment that we talked about. You know, it was Rio and uh, uh, and Hikaru Shida. They get the second spot in the in the AEW Women's Championship match, and I'm like, well, why are they getting a match? In my head, I'm thinking, well, Britt Baker should have had a match to get into this because she looked like the uh, the top face, you know what I'm saying, against a heel yeah, or something. I'm, I'm looking at the website, and it's saying the first a match for the AEW Tag Team Tournament will be on uh, October 9th, uh, the Bucks versus the Private Party. <laughs> so pretty much, Private Party's losing. <laughs> 
Yeah, they're definitely losing. But that's what I'm saying. It's like, why do uh, the Young Bucks got to earn a spot in? You know, if, if anyone that gets a first round by, they should get one. Dumb and the other team, you know? Well, they don't want to look favored, I guess, because they do run the company, right? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. But at the same time, it's just like, just by looking at the pay-per-view-wise in the last three pay-per-views, obviously anyone who's not blind would see that, hey, these uh, Lucha Bros and Young Bucks, they look like the top tag teams in the, in the division, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And they said the rest of uh, October they're going to have uh, uh, matches on the for the qualifying, and then the finals will be on October 30th episode. Yeah. What'd you think about the... Uh, best friends match Orange Cassidy showing up. Oh, uh, I, I enjoyed that. We didn't talk about that. You're right. Yeah, <laughs> he came in with his hands in his pocket, <laughs> <laughs> jumped through the ropes with his hands in his pocket. Well, he was the, he was the big signing over uh, a couple weeks ago. They they mentioned that he got signed up, which I eventually thought that he was going to be in AW regardless because he was already in the Battle Royal and he got so over. You know. Yeah, there's just a lot to talk about the dude. Everyone. In the indie scene, loves him so. Yeah. Cool. I've been watching a lot of his matches on, um, on, on the internet. YouTube. Yeah, YouTube and stuff because uh, they've been showing a lot. Well, on my feed on Facebook and Instagram, I get a lot of uh, indie wrestling, and I've seen a lot of his matches, and they're <laughs> not gonna lie, they've been entertaining. I mean, yeah. for a guy to keep his hands in his pocket for the majority of match. Half the time I'm like, yo, this is a joke. But then some of the spots that he that he pulls off, I'm just like, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, eventually this guy's only gonna get himself hurt by putting doing all those jumps with his hands in his pocket. <laughs> like if the, if the other guy doesn't know what he's doing, it might end up bad for him, or he's gonna go and the guy's gonna miss him and he's gonna land in the audience. <laughs> yeah. So going back to the to this woman Rio and uh, Hikaru Shida, so we already talked about the negatives, but by far it was a good match. I thought. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I guess. I mean, but the girl that won, who's the, what's her name? The girl that won. Um, who was that? Was that uh, I think that that was uh Rio. Okay. Well, yeah. I don't know. She just looks like uh, she's sick or something. I don't know. <laughs> she's too skinny. She's and obviously during the match they were talking about the whole. Oh my goodness, she's she's this small, and then Nyla Rose, she's she's already in it. And so I I was like, okay, Rio's gonna win this because they're already talking about the David and Goliath type, you know. But if Rio yeah, wins, like if she wins, like who who really cares? The crowd was like silent during his match. Exactly, but if Rio wins, I'm gonna be pissed off, and I'm like, no, this is not how you build Rio. You know, you build Rio differently. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you don't give her the title first off. They better not give her the title. Yeah. You know. Sorry, I got kicked off for a second, but I'm back. You're good. <laughs> but yeah, they. Yeah. I don't know why this match even happened. Like, I don't get why these two deserve to be here. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> and that's what that's that 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 was another one of my negatives. You know, it, it's you know, it's something they could have they could have built over um, the road to all out. And the thing was, fight for the fall, and you know they turned on each other. Well, 
what's the name? The one girl turn on the other. Mm-hmm. But how does that make them deserve a, you know, go right to the championship? Yeah. It doesn't make sense. All right. Um, exactly. That was something that they're definitely going to have to clear out later on in the future. But let's go Let's go on to this bread and butter match right now. Or, you know what they should have? Oh, it would make more sense if Brandy had put herself in the match. If Brandy had put herself in the match, then it's like she's doing the power play thing and putting herself there, you know. But yeah. I mean, I would have rather had, like, if they... I mean, they brought out Emma. She could have been like somebody knows. Like so many people know, They're not these two people that are not known in this country. Yeah, I definitely agree. I mean, it's, it's weird. Emma has a contract. Uh, she's signed with AEW and Impact. She debuted Impact. Yeah, she did. Well, they've been giving out dual con- uh, well contracts to the people that they could go on. In other federations, I mean, you have Lucha Bros in um, <clears throat> AAA still. You have uh, Moxley still in New Japan. So, I think it's like pretty much most of the other companies are like you know just open. They don't want to lose wrestlers because because a lot of these wrestlers want to be between all these companies. Yeah, but Impact's. Uh, I heard. Um... Brian Cage and John Morrison are trying to do both AEW Impact too, but they're not letting them out of Impact. Did you guys hear the the rumor of Brian Cage trying to go? To, uh, their WWE is trying to sign him. Uh, He'd be good uh, for it. Yeah, yeah. Vin, Vin, supposedly behind the scenes, uh, and this is just rumors. I don't know if it's true or not, but Vince loves Brian Cage. Yeah, look at that. He has a good look. <laughs> And I saw this past week's uh, impact scene. The, the um, uh, Brian Cage and Melissa Santos—they've been married for like three years now, and they, you know, did the whole proposal thing on Lucha Underground. They just did it again in Impact Wrestling. Like these, there's like no, like no, nothing new. It's just they're reusing storylines from other other uh, federation. Yeah. So let's. But who watches even Impact? What channel is it on? <laughs> uh, I just I just saw that on uh, uh, what you call it my my Facebook. <laughs> that's a that's a dying company over there. I don't know how no, they're still alive. <laughs> so sell that. They got like five good wrestlers. They need they could sell off to AEW between Tessa Tessa Blanchard. Yes, and those wrestlers Blanchard. are already there, aren't they? Because they're contracts Tessa, with all the companies. You have uh, Tessa's everywhere. You have Tessa Blanchard, Sammy Callahan, Brian Cage, and they're doing good things with Tessa and Sammy. That's the yes. thing; they're doing good things with the two of them. Okay, John Morrison. <laughs> John, oh yeah, John Morrison and uh, uh, Jordan Grace. Jordan Grace, and then who's the other guy that was in the WWE before? Uh, the one with the dreads, uh, Ricky. Uh, he was Ricky Smiley. I bet no, not Ricky what? Smiley. Tyler Rex. Rex. Is that him? I don't know. I don't know who you're talking about. An impact. You know the one. The one that got that kicked out of uh, WWE because he hit his wife. The domestic abuse. Oh, Rich, Rich Swan. Yes. Oh. <clears throat> so. Those are those are the top uh, <laughs> TNA stars. Yeah, 
And his wife was there too. They he he beat her, and then she got signed, and then she's he got him signed too. <laughs> That's a hot mess right there. But yeah. uh, let's let's get back onto this AEW um, pay per view. We have a uh, Cody and Sean Spears match. Definitely thought uh, this match delivered. Cody, right now, in my in my words, right now, he's the top wrestler of 2019. Oh, he is. He's done some amazing things this year. All the matches, all the matches he's he had, put up has is been like A plus, A A A plus. I mean, there's Five only stars. You, yeah. what, what can you do? There's only you made your you made your brother look amazing too. Like exactly. who had like who, who WWE ruined for the last like ten years? Correct. <laughs> If he doesn't get, if he doesn't he's, get, he's get to that AJ Styles level where every match is like the you know, uh, a a no a a plus matches. Just put it this way, it's a, he, he puts it's a some, whole different style too. It's not like the AJ Style you know level, correct, correct? You know where he's doing like flips and everything. It's like a whole different style. He puts on a whole story. Yes. for you. I mean, just yeah, put it this cool. way: something as small as a belt was was uh, in this match was so big, and I was over there thinking like. All these other matches, people had to do um, suicide dives. They had to do all these other big spots. And this guy literally just wrestled a wrestling match. And then his top spot was, oh, well, we're going to put a belt in, uh, and that's going to be a, a high spot in the match. And I was just over there. I was looking at the match. And I was like, oh, oh, my goodness. He got the belt going on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Something as small as that. Yeah. Got and so made, over in this match. And he made Sean Spears into a main eventer oh. from this match. Totally. Sean Spears, uh, he looked amazing when he came out with his entrance. Oh, yeah. Whole, um, well, dragging the chair, the, the whole hood on the head. Yes. Uh, I liked the, his whole yes. look was good. Now. I just don't like the contacts. You know, I think that was a little too much. But. <laughs> ah, that... <laughs> that made him look different. I, I didn't mind. I didn't mind that. That's just, that's aesthetic. It me of Ember Moon. I was uh, like, uh, Ember Moon is too much on her too. That's aesthetic. I thought more like the boogeyman. Now I would but, love to see. Okay, so we had. We're gonna jump to the conclusion. Cody won. I could. I could have. Uh, I could have done another Cody and Sean Spears match. You know what I mean? Yeah. You could have had Sean Spears win this one, and then Cody comes back and get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, would, I, I, still, I, would, I still would have been all right with that. Yeah. The only thing, my problem with this match was when Tully walked away. Did he get kicked out no, by he, the ref? Or did he just leave because Arn no, came and he's like, what? That, that, was, <laughs> that was pretty stupid. He, he uh, Arn does that and he walks into one tunnel and Tully just complaining and then walks at the other tunnel. Was okay. He, yeah, right. I was like, why, why did Tully leave? I'm that like, was Kelly didn't have to leave. He could still help Sean out. <laughs> that was the one bad part of it, and I agree. All of us saw all. And, I, and that's when I thought MJF was going to turn. Yes, I thought MJF was going to turn on Cody. But Tully, uh, Tully was uh, really good in the ring, though. Like his own. Remember, uh, he got MJF by the uh, by the neck, and then yeah, yeah. That, for a guy who was a wrestler since 1989, he really knew what he was doing. Yeah. Yeah. I was talking. But I thought about, Arn, Arn should have been there on the side the whole time. I don't think MJF should have been there. I thought like when the three of them were like standing, like him, Brandy, and DDP. I thought all of a sudden Arn was going to come out. Then I like they waited for Arn to come out later. It would have been nice if Arn was on the sidelines, but I think they wanted to make it look like MJF is like this 
rookie, he doesn't really know what to do on the sidelines. Uh, and make Tully look better. Arnold would look good in a Star Trek shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, so I like because I didn't like MJF. Like I don't like MJF like this. I think they're killing MJF's like the momentum he has by doing this kind of crap with him. Yeah. Well, they definitely. I like him just as a heel. Yeah. <laughs> they definitely kill. He's this a push. heel. Why does he get mad at Sean for doing what he does when he's a heel? <laughs> it's it's like yeah. the, all of a sudden they they switched it on MJF, which is kind of weird, you know? It's like all of a sudden he's his best friend, but he's a heel. And he would it, totally do the same thing. <laughs> and why, why, why all of a sudden? <laughs> and why all of a sudden he's uh, he's become a face where he doesn't want to do anything to to give Cody an, an advantage? That, that's... Yeah. I'm like, wouldn't you help Cody out? <laughs> yeah, I was... Oh, so... And Cody can't figure out if he's a face or a heel either. That's another thing with Cody. You know, I love him, but he can't figure out one time, one week is a face, one week is a heel. There's yeah. like, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's he's confusing. He's an enigma when it comes to that. Yeah, I mean, he could be like, you know, since my skills on point, he's going to be uh, the modern day rock if he wanted to. But, yeah. I mean, they're just, they're confusing everyone with the whole, maybe when the show gets started, we'll get a better... Yeah, you have to you have to stay consistent in what which you're gonna choose, babyface or heel. You know what I'm saying? It's all right if you you tend to flip flop, but you have to be consistent over a couple of weeks and months of being a heel. So be like, okay, you're a heel. We can't go from oh yeah, he's a heel to oh my goodness, he's a face. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, did you guys see that that his dog was for, uh, was afraid of the fireworks? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he had to go like help him out. <laughs> yeah, I felt bad because I was looking at his entrance and seeing the fireworks go off, and then I saw the dog go to the side, and I was like, "Oh man, that dog does not want to be there." And then, um, yeah, I mean, isn't it? I don't know. Isn't it common sense? Why wouldn't anybody know that? I mean, well, you have a dog. Well, I'm hoping that uh, someone talks to him, and make sure that he doesn't have his dog out there. You know what I mean? Um. And that's just me because, you know, obviously I have Charlie and I know that he's afraid of uh, fireworks and loud sounds like that. And, <laughs> and uh, seeing that dog over there, I was always like, oh, man. And then um, I was hoping that his wife would be out there. <laughs> yeah. Cody, I was hoping his wife would be there. He would have chose his wife. <laughs> yeah. I know. So you got to watch MJF look like an idiot. Yeah. I was like... Place. And, yeah, that's, and that's going. Cool. At least Brandy knows how to. Brandy knows how to interfere. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Brandy gets involved in the matches. Yes. And, and I was hoping that didn't know what to do. I was hoping that the wife would have been over there with the dog. I don't know, but I knew he yeah. had to. He had to choose in one of them because, you know, I was just over there, just like, oh, I don't know, you know, because if you put MJF over there, you're you're trying to say, oh, well, yeah, he is my best friend, but at the same time, I was like. MJF is doing his own thing. He doesn't need the. He doesn't need this right here. Obviously, yeah, obviously, this. So I, pop, think, I think there's like they're trying to put MJF on the pay per view, so they had to. They wanted to do something with him, yeah, because they, they want him to be a star. Mm-hmm. But this was a wrong move. Like make him do something. Yeah, exactly. MJF did, didn't really need this spot right here. 
you know, he, yeah, he yeah. getting choked out by an old man, then kicked in the face by uh, Sean Spears. Yeah, he needs he needs to be on his own. You know what I mean? Be his own heel, the top. He could. He's obviously everyone. Everyone thinks that he's he's one of the top heels, if not the top heel in uh, yeah. AEW. Yeah, we just made Sean Spears the the top heel in AEW. <laughs> Sean Spears got that role now. <laughs> yeah, whenever they introduce a secondary title, he should be the first one to get it. Yeah. Well, obviously, uh, Cody won this match afterwards, and we talked about uh, Arn Anderson coming out and giving his um, his spine buster, which was awesome. And we also talked about how Tully Blanchard left. We were like, why the hell are you leaving? Yeah, I mean, I don't know, which was weird. But at the end, everyone at the end of that match, we pretty much thought that uh, MJF was going to was going to hit Cody with the chair. It didn't happen. You know, I mean, and (laughs) so then that's going to build the story from down the road where eventually he's going to either cost Cody a championship or he's going to. Um turn on him which you know it'll work for him but at the same time it doesn't really work for him where he's in the between like you know obviously when he goes out there by himself he's the top heel but then when he's with cody he's with cody you know what i mean yeah you know what i'm saying which is crazy all right so let's so good match though i'm gonna give that match though like uh i give it it an a A minus yeah 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 but you know what so i was talking with uh Vic, I was talking with Shaji, right? And at the end of the end of the year, we're gonna do a uh, a special where we talk about top wrestlers, top matches. We're gonna give our thoughts on which match should be match of the year, which wrestler is wrestler of the year, tag team of the year, heel of the year, face of the heel uh, of the year, and do something like that. What are your thoughts? Yeah, like the PW Insider. Yep. Yeah, yeah it's gonna be real. Because you know who I'm going to put as uh, wrestler of the year right now, bro. <laughs> yeah. well, we got we when we do this, we got to get this shit on YouTube, though. Yeah, too. we got we got to move on up by that time. Well, yeah, hopefully by the end of that year. You know, what I mean, we already talked off there, and you know, uh, Vic's going to have a lot of time available. And he's gonna be our co-editor and co-producer and <laughs> co-everything. Yeah, you, you, gotta, you gotta put all that in the credits. Directed, produced. You gonna you're gonna be like uh, what's his face? Fifty Cent, and he's uh, being a executive huh? producer on all these different shows. Be uh, like uh, Vince McMahon. I want my hands and everything. <laughs> so yeah, so. I was talking with um, Saji, and I was like, yo, we got to do one of those uh, end-of-the-year shows. Because, obviously, I was talking about Cody, and I got excited because Cody, obviously, for me, wrestler of the year. So, but... I think, so far, yeah, I do agree, but it's too early to tell. We still got, what, four more No, no, you're right, you're right, you're right. But for me right now, you know, based on telling a story and... uh, how wrestling match and what's going on? It's him, but you know you're right. We got four more, uh, four more months to go, and a lot of other stuff could happen, and other wrestlers could 
could surprise me, but right now that's my choice, and we're gonna go on to the next match so we don't win. <laughs> then again, you got you got to look at it. It's not really fair. I mean, he's only doing pay per views. All these other wrestlers are week to week shows. Yeah, but still, he's uh, making an impact, and that's kind of like for him to just do pay per views and still make an impact. Yeah, if those no, other guys saying, have that well, much time. When we consider the these are wrestlers, we should just consider the pay per view matches. Yeah, I think everything. I think, so I think too. it goes all around. No, well, for me, it's always going to be the pay per view matches. Okay, um, the the week to week shows are yeah they you could do that, but for me, it's always going to be the pay per views. You know who yeah. who's putting consistent pay per views over and who you know because obviously no there's a handful of people that have a match in one of the weekly shows that is match of the year. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I I could only name one ma- one match right now off the top of my head where where I thought was like, oh snap, this is a weekly match and this is a, a top contender for match of the year. I only have one match, yeah. <clears throat> but which was? Uh, I believe that was AJ Styles versus Ricochet. Rollins. Rollins, oh, yeah, Rollins, 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 you're right. That was Rollins. one that was coming to me with AJ Rollins. That was the best one I liked. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the only you weekly know, match. You, didn't like, uh, you didn't like Bobby when he went through the what? the the intron? <laughs> oh, oh, I okay. I regress. I buy I regress. There's another there's another there's another wrestler right now who in the beginning <laughs> of the year had Matches where I was like, okay, I can see, I can see this being as, a, and I was Kofi Kingston. What about Samoa Joe? Samoa Joe's put on some good matches. No, he has, he has. But I was, yeah, you're right. Samoa Joe has during his weekly shows, he has put on matches. But that Kofi Gauntlet match just has to be in there. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah, yeah, that was a good one. That, that whole SmackDown was good. That whole yeah. SmackDown was seeing him in there. That that. That was a weekly show, but but that's that's what I'm going back to. I mean, there's only a handful of, uh, you know. Oh, I got another one, uh, Andrade and uh, Rollins. Yeah, that was a good one too. Andrade, Andrade, uh, Rey Mysterio. Yeah, but the Andrade Rollins one was amazing. Yeah, that good. That was a good match yeah. to start off Raw that day. Yeah. All right. So we got some. We got some good ones on TV. Yeah, 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 you do, but we just forget about it because we see those guys wrestle so often. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, how many times have we seen uh, Andrade and Rey Mysterio now? Yeah, uh, or uh, Samoa Joe and I'm trying to think of the rest of that. He fought, <laughs> or or Dolphin Miz. Dolphin Miz. <laughs> Even though they are good matches, where everybody just just tired of fucking seeing those two idiots. Yeah. Hmm. All right, so let's go to um, the next match. It was for the Triple uh, A Tag Team Titles, uh, the ladder match, the Escalera de Muerte, <laughs> the Lucha Bros versus the Young Bucks. What a good match! That was a A plus match, best match of the night. Yeah, definitely best match of the night, and definitely the contendership for the best match of the year. Mm. Yes, Ooh. you're right. These these two teams have put on some great matches throughout the year, and this I think topped it. Okay, so this is what I want to um, 
this is what I've been wanting to ask you guys. Do you think that they up the level of a ladder match, these two teams, in, after watching this match? I think so. I haven't seen a ladder match like this, you know. A lot of flips, all that kind of stuff, but they had some good pure wrestling in it too. And just a good story throughout the whole thing. Yeah. You know, I've never seen a story like this. Even the best moment of this match was when they pulled that mask and covering that face. How Pentagon Jr. did that. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, Pentagon Jr. doing the Canadian destroyer off the ladder and somehow not really injuring um, uh, whatever buck that was. That's like crazy. Yeah. Because I was I was watching this match and obviously in the beginning of the match I'm like oh man we're gonna see this team again like what are they gonna do in this match that's gonna differentiate from any other ladder match that I saw you know and this is me going putting them against Christian and Edge and the Dudley Boys and the Hardy Boys and you know we recently talked about um, Razor Ramon and Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart in a ladder match you know. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so I was over there. I was like, "Okay, did they do that? You know, did they? Did this match put them against one of those top matches?" And I thought, "Yeah, they did. They did." And those older older guys could have never done a match like this. You know, the only guys I could ever see, you know, doing anything similar like the Hardy Boys could be in this match. Um. Maybe the Dudleys, something, you know. It could be those like Christian Edge and all them, but these guys put it to a different level, this match. Yeah, like, I mean, when they did it, they never, like, threw... I don't think... Did they ever, like, throw the ladders at each other? Like, the way these guys did? They did, but not in, not in spots like the way they did this match, you know? It would be in a spot where, like, a ladder would be standing and then it would tip it over and dump it on them, you know what I mean? But not in spots like this. And... Mm -hmm. You know, and that, that might be us. I mean, we took for granted those matches, you know, and there's a lot of spots that maybe they possibly did that we didn't, we can't recall right now. You know what I mean? How many times did they do these matches? Uh, in, yeah, uh, just, especially the money in the bank. Remember? Uh, yeah, exactly. Shelton uh, jumping through the ropes and running up the uh, the rungs. I was like, man, that was like an awesome spot. I don't think I've seen anybody else do stuff like that either. Yeah. So this match, I definitely, you know, you had the, what are, what are they called? The topes through, through the ladders, which I liked, you know? Yeah. And what's about call it? They definitely, like what you said, Vic, they did the, the Canadian Destroyer off of that, you know? And I knew Pentagon was going to do something crazy like that, you know what I mean? Because <laughs> these guys, they always try to do some type of power move, you know? Be, and this time, they, they're allowed to do it on a ladder. You know what I mean? So, well, I hope you guys can do them justice when we you dress up as them as WrestleMania. Ah! <laughs> like, if you guys can't do it, don't do it. Like, you know, Lucha Bros is something amazing. Oh my goodness! <laughs> you, you see, you see what he's trying to do over there, Vic. Yeah. So basically, uh, all I gotta do is get a silk robe, like the way he's coming out right now. I, I'm watching the match right now, and they're coming out. So. No, I said uh, I think you guys do a fight for the fallen type costume. It's 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 a little more advanced than that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean you gotta you gotta get into the details, Vic. You know what I mean? You know you gotta pay just attention. Don't think we're, we're, you're gonna come to Tampa, then we're gonna look for a costume for you. 
<laughs> I mean, come on, Big Moss Man was a down really. <laughs> you know we're gonna we're gonna get over you on that for that big boss that big boss man hey, costume. Wait. Is there a party? Yeah, you, can't, you can't find a Ray Phoenix uh uh costume in uh Party City, bro. Uh, and Jago, don't try to bring ammo onto the airport. Oh <laughs> nah man, I'm TSA pre now, bro. I can't do that. <laughs> I'm TSA pre now. I can't do that if if they uh, they can take it out away, bro. I, I got to be TSA pre now, bro. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, why would you be at the airport for uh, if you're driving? Oh yeah, that's true. I'll oh, see. Look at ah, oh, Vic is the sober one and the good one. I'm like, oh, why do you get a TSA for Jacksonville, Tampa? Vic is a sober one right now. You're right, though, but. You know, that won't happen again. You know, I told my dad about that. And he was like, what are you doing? <laughs> He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, dad, it was fake. <laughs> there were fake bullets. <laughs> it was it was funny, though. But uh, going back to this match, you know, I definitely agree. It was like one of the top matches of the night. You know, if not the top match of the night, obviously I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna gravitate more towards Cody, but this match definitely had everything, you know. And the thing with them is that, and maybe it's also at their fault is like you know you you automatically know going into their match it's gonna be spot after spot after spot, near finish after near finish, so. I think they, they need to scale down on that, you know, because it takes away from it, you know. They could tell a, a, a hell of a different wrestling story if they didn't have that many spots in it, I think. Well, if you're going to do it, too, you can't be the match before the main event. They have to tame it down a little bit if you're going to be the match before the main event. Exactly. Because <laughs> you're, you're just setting the main event up to kind of... Not be as exciting. <laughs> yeah, you're right. And, and how do you how do you top what they did in this match? Yeah, <laughs> and 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 that kind of kind of did that to me, bro. Because I felt like yeah. that was the main event. Well, I mean, the only way they could, if they had do have another match, they would have to have a different gimmick, a steel cage, or no horse barred, or uh, I don't know, TLC. Yeah, the only thing, the most tame thing of the. Lucha Bros against Young Buck was their entrance <laughs> compared to the main event. <laughs> the only difference. <laughs> <laughs> well, they had ladders. That, that, was, the only, that was the only thing they tamed down yeah. <laughs> for the match. Nah, you're, you're right. <laughs> you're right. But, yeah. you know, the, still the the spot that hits me is when they he pulled that mask off at the top. I was like, holy crap. And then... What a perfect ending to it, though. It was like pretty much ended in the next few minutes right after that. But what a, what a, what a, what an amazing performance, especially by Pentagon Junior. <laughs> to well, be able yeah. to cover his face up at that right moment. Yeah. I think uh, I the think they, they practiced that um, in a house show or something because I saw a clip of when uh, John Moxley uh, pulls his mask off and, and that's how he won the match. He pulls the mask off and he covered up and he DDT'd him. Yeah. But but the referees were there at the right moment, you know, yeah. right next to him to help him up, you know, and cover his face. But crazy. Yeah. Well, I knew, crazy spot. I knew you were going to be biased on this, uh, Saja, because obviously you've been wanting 
the Lucha Bros to go over, and they finally went over. So I knew you. I, I knew you were gonna feel that. this. How many so. times you can make them lose? They're, I think they're more talented. Like you know, I hear like Jim Ross, all these other people say the Young Bucks are so talented. I don't think they're the, as ta- you know they're not as talented as these two Lucha Bros, the Usos. Yo, tag team know. of tag. My my early vote for tag team of the year. You know what it's gonna be? Lucha Bros, but they're not more talented than the Usos. You know, they're not more talented than the New Day. I think they're fourth best in you know out of all the tag teams right now. I think the Young Bucks know how to, you know, put on a good story, but that's about it. Yeah, they're not more talented than Ziggler and Bobby Roode. <laughs> or or Braun and Bobby Lashley. They're not more talented than them. What, what, what about Roode and Ziggler? <laughs> Roode and Ziggler, brand new tag team champions. Brand new tag team champions are about to happen, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Bobby Roode looks uh, better than he looked in TNA, and he's just—they uh, just—he's uh, uh, getting up there in age. They should really use him before you know he has to retire. Yeah, but you know, I gotta say, Young Bucks have a good creative mind, but I don't think they're the best tag team wrestlers. I think they're up there. They're definitely top three. Top four? No, top it. three. What are the top What are the wrestlers you're gonna put over Lucha Bros and uh, Young Bucks? Well, I would say Usos. Hmm. Yeah, and then I, I was gonna say, you know, the new day. New day's up there too. Yeah, I guess. I guess you could go top four and say, okay, this, you know, I mean, the, these uh, wrestlers. But at the same time, I don't know, man, because uh, these guys have been in the same match with, arguably, I probably said that all messed up. The top wrestling team in. Uh, in the world, in the Lucha Bros, you know what I mean? So yeah. that says a lot, you know what I mean? Yeah, but we'll never know who the real, you know, best tag team is because Uso's never coming over to AEW or New Day. You know, they're not coming over here. Yeah. They're WWE talent. They're going to be there for the rest of their lives. <laughs> yeah. I mean, arguably, yes, those are the four top, you know, and then whichever order you want to put them in, whichever order you put them in, you know what I mean? The books are up there because they're like the, you know, they are they are good, they're talented, but their creative mind is where it's at. That's where their most talent is because they're creative. Oh, look at that! You, you you put that just because they think of their costumes, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you're using they, the creative they do a lot for all these other guys too. You're using the creative <laughs> content just because of their costumes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I. I hate the video game, so uh, <laughs> I'm not a Final Fantasy person. You know, I do like Star Wars, but I'm not a Star Wars geek or anything like that. Yeah. You know, I think I heard Cody's like a Star Trek geek. You know, Kenny Omega's Final Fantasy. Well, the uh, and then the Young Bucks. Who do they like? I think the, the Omega's uh, Young Bucks are Final Fantasy too. Bro, they you, like Street Fighter. Didn't they do the Street Fighter thing? Yeah, yeah they might be Street Fighter. But Kenny Omega's big about Final Fantasy. <laughs> we might lose a lot of fans from this. No, because you're jacking because you're, you're jacking all the video games up, bro. Yeah, it's because I don't, I don't, I don't watch it. But <laughs> you're jacking but, all the video. You're, you're putting the complete opposite video games attaching. 
attachment, bro. It's but, hilarious. But isn't it right? Like, you know, uh, Cody hey. likes Cody likes Star Trek. Yeah. And then Kenny likes Final Fantasy. Yeah, is there Ken- a Star Trek video? I mean, I know there is, but is there, there's not is a video game. I, well, there is a video game of Star Trek, but there, it, it's not it's not popular. Yeah, he's like just that. a big like, just, sci-fi yeah, Star Trek. Exactly. Fan. Yeah. And then Kenny, Kenny's a huge fan of Final Fantasy. That's why he always does like Final Fantasy stuff. Tech in. And then, uh, and then, and then he, <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure it's Final Fantasy too. It probably. He, and then he's a big then, gamer. Just you could you could name any big game and he'll probably be a fan, a fan of. But right, go ahead. But I'm pretty sure the Young Bucks are Final Fantasy, and they do like Street Fighter too. So does so does Omega. He likes Street Fighter too. Yeah. What about what about the Usos' favorite game? Because they've been on up, up, down, down. Yeah. Street Fighter. What, what, what about what about uh, the New Days video games? Because they're 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 a big gamer. And what about uh, uh, Samoa Joe? Because he's on up, up, down, down. <laughs> you gotta watch. You gotta watch. You gotta watch Miz and Maurice though. So Miz lost Maurice's first WWE Divas title oh, yeah, to, so. <laughs> to Xavier because he. He kept challenging him for a Street Fighter, and he kept losing. And he's like, Xavier's like, hey, I want Maurice's WWE Divas title. So he brought it over, and, you what? know, <laughs> he challenged him with their title. He snuck it out of the house. Yo, that is crazy. <laughs> and he lost the title. But Maurice knew. Maurice knew. So Xavier had already told Maurice that he was doing that. <laughs> yeah, that's, because that's, a, that's uh, another thing he would ask for. But that's another reason. Jacob doesn't watch Miz and Maurice. No, I I'm don't. like, that's a good show. <laughs> yeah, it's only uh, 30 minutes, Jacob. You could like, actually 20 minutes if you forward through it. <laughs> you, all right. So the, re, the one I, I of usually the, put it on when I'm cooking something. Yeah. One of the main reasons why I don't watch it is because it kind of reminds me of uh, the other stupid show on the USA Network. Uh, who's that fucking uh, family? Uh, the Chrisleys? Oh, yeah, Chris Lee. So are, when I first watched the first, I didn't watch. I haven't watched not one episode of. Uh, Why would you watch it, I watched one episode of, of uh, the Chrisleys, and I got. Uh, I was like, watch that over the Miz. This is before the Miz. This is before the Miz show came out. And the only reason I watched it is because I kept the channel on after. <laughs> After Raw, and it came on. <laughs> so then I was over there. I was probably scrolling through Instagram and friends, uh, and I saw Facebook, and I was listening to it uh, in the background. I was like, "Oh, this is horrible." You know, this is that fake reality show. So then I started seeing clips for then the Miz and uh, Maurice came out, and I started seeing clips, and it kind of reminded me of that. And I was just like, oh, "No, I'm not watching this garbage." Ah, <laughs> uh, whatever. I was just watching this for Maurice looking hot, so I mean, I'm... oh, for that's a funny show, though. You know, that's why Miz is a freaking face now because he's become so likable. Right. But he did leave Austin, Texas, because he hated it. I yeah. found that out like last week. So, yeah, wait. I think they're moving it back because it's not. It's, it, they can't have an interesting show filming in Austin, Texas. Mm. He said it was so boring living in Texas. I didn't know that. Who's from Texas? Well, they, they, they just, they just uh, moved there. They thought the, the, the kid would have, like, it's a better school environment. So when they had uh, the baby, they said that they wanted to move somewhere better for the baby, I guess. So they did they do, like, an episode where they Googled, like, the best school systems and they, and they came yeah, out to San Antonio? 
first season, they were just like looking through, going across America, looking for a good place to settle, build a house or something. But that house was really nice in Austin. Well, at that time, uh, when they first came on, Austin was one of the biggest, uh, fastest growing cities in uh, the U.S., probably. Uh, It was just last year. Yeah. Yeah. Austin Austin was considered one of the top cities to go the fast uh fastest growing city. Yeah. Undertaker's still there. I heard uh, Matthew McConaughey uh teaches a class at the university over in Austin, an uh, acting class. Wow. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> What's someone call it um that that that's interesting. So he so he lives in Texas, I guess. I didn't figure that. Austin, yeah. Mm. But he's gone now. He's gone. No, I'm talking about uh Matthew McConaughey. Uh, <laughs> well, you know who else? You know who else? Who else lives in uh, Austin? Uh, Mark Henry said he lives there. Bailey lives there. Who else lives in? Interesting. Uh, how does uh, our cousin never run into any of these people that live in Austin? <laughs> he, he must not go out at all. I hope Jay's listening to this. He probably just stays home with his children all day long. <laughs> he lives in Round Rock. That's like, uh, you know. It's not that far from us. It's like 20 minutes from Austin. Yeah, but that's like uh, us living in Portchester and running into somebody who lives in Manhattan. No, <laughs> he Manhattan's he 45 minutes away. That's like us going to White Plains. Yeah, it's like going to White Plains. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> it is pretty close. All right, fine. Yeah, he doesn't run into anybody. He just saves the home. <laughs> he was trying to. <laughs> Yo, is Jay uh, subscribing to our uh, podcast? Come on, bro. He's an old yeah, school wrestling he fan. Better. He better. Yeah. All right, so let's get back to it. I mean,. Oh, yeah, just... I mean, when, when this drops, send me the link, so I got to make sure he's up there. All right, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> we name-dropped him. We name-dropped him. <laughs> I don't know. This guy works for Apple, uh, uh, runs Apple Maps. He, 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 uh, he needs to get on iTunes and uh, subscribe to this. He needs to yeah. uh, He needs to put us as uh, the top uh, wrestling uh, podcast on Apple. That's what he needs to do. Tell me the timestamp when we're talking about this so I can tell him to... Maybe maybe you'll actually show up to WrestleMania with us one of these times. Oh man! Well, I mean, I guess my backup plan is if you guys aren't going to go to Royal Rumble, I got to bring him. All he's all he's gonna talk about is like, oh, I remember when Jimmy Snuka jumped off of uh, the the steel cage in uh, Madison (laughs) Square Garden. Why would he talk about that the whole moment? Because all he does was was uh, when we were talking with him was talk about like the old school wrestlers in the eighties and how they were the best wrestlers of all time. <laughs> He's like, oh no, nothing beats Hulk Hogan. <laughs> and I was just like, oh bro, you know it's uh, two thousand and ten, right, bro? <laughs> He's like, ah, and he would. Well, you probably agree with him because you pop. No, he, is he a Bret Hart fan? Nah. Nah. Ah! He's like, he's yeah, like, only, only one true Bret Hart fan. Though. Only one true. Hey, I'm a, I'm a fan. You know what I mean? I'm a fan, but there's uh, 
there's a certain point where I get with uh, Bret Hart, where you know once he left WWE, it was like downhill from there. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, uh, even uh, he said it himself. Eric Bischoff didn't know what to do with the Bret Hart. Yeah. And now, and now we're good matches there, but you know it wasn't the WWE status. His last good good year was 1997 when he was the heel. Yeah. So I don't mind. I don't mind. Like I have no ill regards uh, towards him, man. If he's on your Mount Rushmore, hey, it, it it'll be. You know what I mean? And he hey, he's, he's deserving. Mount Rushmore four times. <laughs> four times. There's a four time rush. Why would you say five? Yeah. <laughs> At least say five time. Wow, <laughs> it's it's a five four times. No, there's five people on Mount Rushmore. Oh, uh-oh, no, uh-oh. So in these geography class right going on. Hold on, I'll be right back. There's five? No. Yeah, I'm pretty positive there's five, isn't there? No, nah, I thought it was four. Uh, Let me go fucking look at this stupid <laughs> Are you right or am I right? Uh-huh. Why don't we ask the t- substitute teacher over there? Yeah. <laughs> I think you're right. There's only four. Yeah. Now you need to be a historian, not a good story. <laughs> there, it looks like there's space for a fifth one, though. Yeah, there's a face between Theodore Roosevelt and... Um, Abraham uh, Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln, yeah. There's a space there for it. Yeah. Jake, will go to third grader tomorrow. I bet you Donald Trump's going to put his face right in there. Yeah. Jake, will tell that girl that was asking about David Doggy's tail. Tell her to go look up Mount Rushmore. Where'd Jacob go? Hold on, I, I just got back. I left. So, brief, uh, brief thing. Let right me go now. grab some water while you do this. No, I, okay, go ahead. I was going to uh, actually stay here, but I had to go to the bathroom. And I was like, you know what? Jacob, you got this uh, 24-ounce uh, Corona. You might as well just piss over in, in this bottle. <laughs> just so I could hear your guys' conversation on uh, the Mount Rushmore. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to leave... <laughs> And let you guys think about who's on the mount, uh, how many heads are on the Mount Rushmore. You know what I mean? And I can't, and I was in the bathroom. And I was just like, you know what? That's gonna make for good for the podcast. You know what I mean? <laughs> so anyway, it, there's four heads on the Mount Rushmore, bro. Yeah, yeah, that's all. I was right. Yeah, it's four, four heads. Hearts. Yeah, four red hearts. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You don't need to be a good story. Uh, in this case, I was a historian. Uh, we're gonna have to revoke. Um, <laughs> Shaji citizenship of the United States over here right now. <laughs> I don't know. You got to tell that girl uh, that third grader was talking about doggy's tail tomorrow. Oh, you no, no. Look at Rob Mount Rushmore. Oh, I'm not going to ask for that, bro. <laughs> All right, so, to, so for the listeners, um, I had just to break that down because I know obviously you guys be like, what the hell are they just talking about? So I've been doing uh, some substitute teaching and this one girl in my class, um, you know, these kids are bad down here. All right. And one of the girls was like, well, there were cracking jokes on other kids. And that one girl was like, you know what? She cracked a joke on another kid. I was like, well, that's what you uh, that's why you like it from behind. And I was like, what? You guys don't even know what's going on. Actually, I didn't say that. I was like, stop talking right now. You guys don't know what you're talking about right now. (laughs) And I had them in the conversation. But that's where that conversation comes from. Because obviously, we got to give some explanation going on, Vic. Because if not, these (laughs) the listeners are going to be like, what the hell did Vic just say? (laughs) 
my my apologies. I didn't know where the our, our private conversation has ended and our podcast began. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I could always edit that out, but I'm gonna keep that in. I'm gonna keep that in. <laughs> yeah, keep everything in. Yeah, I'm gonna keep everything in. Actually, I think we ran a pretty good podcast that I'm not really gonna have to edit that much. So I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna oh, we wrap it up. Do the main event. Yeah, we were wrapping it up right now with the main event. You know what I mean? Yes. Oh, actually, no, the Lucha Brothers match. We gotta talk about LAX. Oh uh, yes. So at the end of that match, you had uh, two, which was kind of weird because you had two, yeah, what was it, Bill Clinton and who was the other person? Was it Trump? Ronald Reagan and um, Ronald they were Reagan. the point guys. Yeah. And then you had the the LAX underneath, which was definitely interesting. You know what I mean? I was I was definitely surprised with that tag team. And obviously, they've already had matches with uh, Pentagon Jr. and Ray Phoenix. So it's just going to be awesome, bro, down the road, you know. And obviously, they'll be in the tag team title uh, tournament as well, which is going to be awesome as well. Yeah. I mean, I think they had a loser leaves town match in uh, Impact. So. Yes. So... I guess that's what, uh, uh, that that was their way out of it. So the real question is, is Conan coming? Is he coming? Yes. Is he coming? He should have been here, though. They should have had him in this. Like, you know, at least in the background or something, just in the ring. No, you keep him hidden. You keep him hidden so that LAX could win the titles via Conan. But obviously, I don't think Conan's in. No, nah, but I think he's still man. Um, he probably manages the old LAX. Mm-hmm. There's a uh, two LAXs, right? Yeah, there's two. So no one. So we'll see. I mean, it definitely was uh, a surprise. I was definitely like. At the end of the match, I was like, "Who the hell are these people?" I'm like, and I was getting excited, you know. I was getting, I was getting those goosebumps in the stomach. I was like, I was like, "Oh, what new tag team is coming?" And then they can't show their face, and I was like, "Yeah, that's good. That's good. I like that." I don't know. That adds a better tag team to the division. Mm-hmm. So, I definitely agree. You know. I definitely like uh, LAX. I like the whole vibe that they give, you know, and they, they got that whole gang mentality that I love into it, you know. That's one of the reasons why I wish that Crime Time could have been big. Uh, that's another reason why I wish that the New Day would always turn heel. That's another reason why I wish <laughs> some other African-American tag team would turn heel, bro. Well, that's what you like, though. Your boys, uh... The NXT champs, those guys. Uh, well, I forgot their name. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, but they—they're—we've they're, already talked about it. They're more goofy. Who's that? Um, Street Profits. Oh yeah, yeah. They're—they're they're more yeah. goofy. But if they ever turn heel, like LAX turn heel, yes, I would definitely. They would be one of my top favorite tag team groups right now. I feel that. Uh, I feel that WWE doesn't like to go that route when it comes to uh, angry black men. <laughs> so they try to stay away from that, you know? Especially oh, now. Last angry for black men they had was fucking uh, Ahmed Johnson. Donation! A domination! Oh, 
I wish they could bring a nation domination back. Yes. But they can't do it. No, they won't do it because they don't like that that whole uh, negative stigma. But at the same time, that's where one of your biggest stars came from. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, LAX, I mean, uh, Santana and Ortiz in uh, AEW, they're going to be called the Boricuas. Yes, I did hear that, Boricuas. So... But imagine a nation these days. Like, who would you put in? Like, I would put a whole new day, but the leader should be what's his name? Um, uh, what's his name? Big black guy. Who remember he slid under the ring? Um, oh, how no. Does it... oh no! You just <laughs> you just ruined the new nation, bro. <laughs> but but the, the, they got to make him serious. He's uh, talking. He's talking about uh uh. T- uh Titus O'Neill. Titus. Ah, I don't bother. <laughs> he just ruined the nation. That's what I was like. But you gotta make Titus serious, though. You gotta make Titus serious. How about how about I give you the new nation right now? There's 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 no way after going under the ring you can take it that guy serious ever again. <laughs> new nation right now, Bobby Lashley in a new day. Yeah, that's what that's what I was saying. Bobby Lashley's the only serious guy that he's he's like angry too. I mean, you know, and he oh. he. he why not put Titus in there too? The Titus is the main, I think Bobby Lashley. No, I say, uh, yeah, Bobby Lashley could be the main guy that runs it. Okay, look, you could put Titus in it, but Titus can't do. But the reason Titus wouldn't do that is because he does a lot of that charity group, so he's not going to want to portray himself over there. Like Titus, right now, is known for charity. He's not known for wrestling. He, he's just known as being charity. He's the ambassador for the African-American community in WWE. So he's not going to be in that. So Bobby Lashley yeah. in the New Day. Let's be serious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. All right. I guess so, that's good enough. You know, all right. So let's head on to the, to the main event because obviously we ranted about <laughs> All these wrestlers. <laughs> so we had uh, Chris Jericho, Adam Page for the AEW New World Championship. You know what I mean? And um, Chris, they they pull. Okay, so initially when it first started, I was thinking, oh, oh my goodness! All right, let's see how this goes. And you know, I it, it was kind of boring in the beginning, towards the middle and end. That's so when it started that, picking uh, up. Uh, let's talk about their entrances. Well, who do you think had a the best entrance, uh, Chris Jericho or Adam Page? Adam, I think Jericho. Jericho, hands down. You know he's all, and that, and that's why I appreciate Jericho. He always looks into uh, the entrance and his something as small as him changing his jacket. You know, what I mean, and with the larger spikes was bigger than what uh, Hangman Page did. You know, Hangman Page brought in a horse, and I was like, okay, that was cool. You know, it's at least it's yeah, something someone, different. Someone, someone was walking his horse. Yeah, at least it was something different because <laughs> like he just rode it in. <laughs> 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 I well, yeah, okay. I, like, I like how they they put his family in front. So you already you already thought he was gonna win. Yes, then, yes, then, that was yeah. key. That was so, key right there because I was thinking the same thing. I was like, okay, he might actually win this because his family's there. <laughs> I didn't, I never thought he was gonna win it. I was like, Jericho's got this. I never wanted him to like you know whatever. I don't think I don't think Hangman, I don't think Hangman should be even in this match. It should be Cody. I think it should have been Cody in here, but Cody had a whole different story. But I don't think Hangman was ready for this. Well, he won He won this position in a battle royal. Yeah, same thing. Uh, with at least, at least a battle royal should have been a hey, you're gonna 
beat in the number one contendership match match yeah. for the title. You don't want a battle royal to go to the you know unless you're the Royal Rumble. <laughs> let's let's be honest, everyone. Uh, if we would have redone this, Omega would have been in this match. Yeah, but they faced off too much already. Yeah, but but that's but that's was in the qualifying match. So. Yeah. So initially, you know, go, going through this, you know, Hangman, I, I like that he brought, he came in on a horse. It was something different because obviously, if he would have just came in in his regular stick, it would have been pretty much like, bro, you, you you're going down low. And to be honest with you, Chris Jericho really didn't do that much different. You know what I mean? His his uh, entrance in in the last paper was actually a lot better. You know, I I think. You know, but something as yeah, the one in Jacksonville um, or the Daytona, Daytona. Yeah. yeah. Hey, but I gotta say, Jericho looks very bubbly. Is <laughs> uh, <laughs> a lot of bubbly coming out of his sides right now. He's gonna he he wants that wider bubbly look, and he's got it. <laughs> no, he definitely he definitely is a a little bit bigger, you know what I mean. But he he's he's still toned though, you know. Uh, I mean, I've been wa- following him on Instagram. I mean, well, I don't really. I mean, as long as you go in the ring, if people like Samoa Joe and Kevin Owens can get over, Chris Jericho look like that, whatever. True. But he's saying this True. is all because he he wants that New Japan look. He wants to be bigger bodied because New Japan loves that kind of stuff. So that's the only reason he's doing this to put on all this weight. Yeah. I don't know if that's like, the reason for it, but <laughs> what do you guys think of uh, Golden Boy? Oh, I heard Jim Ross doesn't like Golden Boy very much. <laughs> I thought okay, so going off over here, I, I didn't mind him. You know, in the beginning, in the beginning, it, it took a while for him to start getting going, but he was definitely better than uh, the other guy. I but did, you, did you hear Jim Ross on Busted Open, though? He was like, uh, Golden Boy, you know, he's got some work to do. And, you know, we're going to get more cohesive as a team, you know, once we get more shows under our belt. But hey, he's doing fine. <laughs> he did he did, he did, did better than, um, what was the other guy's name? Uh, Marco Marvez, Marvez. Yeah, he definitely did Mar- better than Marvez. And yeah. um, towards the end of the, the pay-per-view, he actually sounded a lot better and he was more informative. He got more comfortable yes. while he kept going. Yeah, they actually, uh, I remember hearing a podcast and they were talking about Jim Ross. Uh, when Orange Cassidy came in, I was like, who the hell is this? And then Golden Boy was like, that's Orange Cassidy. Yeah, but who the hell is he? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so going, uh, actually listening to uh, the pay-per-view, I thought that uh, this wasn't, very good towards JR. You know, he missed on a lot of spots. You know, he sound confused a little bit. <laughs> you know, so I was like, I was uh, obviously I go there and I look for uh, what's his name, Excalibur, because he's very informative and he knows he knows everything about all the other wrestlers. The other two, yeah. the other two, obviously, Jim Ross still gives good spots, you know. And, uh, but, you know, he sounds confused in certain spots, though, you know? And it's like, no, all right. And I just let it go, you know? I just let it but, go. Yeah, he, he's obviously not doing his research, and he needs to be there weekly. And there's no Vince McMahon in his ear anymore, either. So. 
I feel like there's like no one in their ear, so they have to really know what they're talking about. And if you're not doing a weekly show, you don't know these guys. Yeah. 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 I mean, I remember uh, Tony Schiavone, he was talking about toward the end of WCW. The people who were in his ear weren't watching the match or watching what's on the show, and they were just telling him the wrong stuff. And the commentary is all off. Right. So it seems like. What's we we'll call it? Uh, he just signed with AEW as well. Yeah, them him and I heard him and Jim Morris are gonna be the commentary team with Excalibur. That so Golden Boy's gone. <laughs> that and and that'll be all right. You know, I'll be all right with that. If you have Tony Schiavone over there, he if he does his research like he like we know he would be, he's all right. I don't mind Tony Schiavone to be honest with you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And Jim like Ross. Conrad said, uh, Tony Schiavone, the voice of our childhood. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess I, I guess so. The voice yeah. of my childhood is more uh, Jim Ross. <laughs> well, I guess he he's supposed to be the greatest uh, commentator of all ever lived. <laughs> he was good. Mar Ronaldo is he, he's there right now with NXT. What he's doing over there. He's yeah. kind of got a little more freedom, but he's killing it right now. Remember how bad he was on SmackDown? Yeah, he was and horrible on SmackDown. <laughs> he went to NXT, and he's like killing it over there. He does, yeah. but sometimes he, I think he over-exaggerates in certain spots. But I feel like it's kind of like fanboy there. And then he's like, I don't know. I think he gets excited when he he's gets out too, there. He gets overly excited, and it sounds fake sometimes. But for the most part, when he calls NXT, is real good. But certain spots, it seems that... He tries to put too much emphasis on it. I don't mind him. I still like him, but at the same time, I just, that's the issue that I have with him. You know what I mean? Yeah, like Taz says, uh, Mauro Rolando doesn't know when to crescendo properly. Yeah. <laughs> he just gets excited. He just keeps going higher and higher. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. In the middle of the match, like, oh, God. Throwing his pencil. What the hell did I just see? <laughs> so go. So going back into this match with the cursor on Adam, Adam Page. For me, I felt like uh, it started off slow, but towards the middle of the end, it started getting bigger. As we know afterwards, uh, Chris Jericho wins. I mean, and he's the first uh, AEW uh, World Champion. And um, what's him call it? But Adam Page, towards the middle and end of the match, had some huge spots, and I was definitely impressed, you know? What are your guys' thoughts? Well, I think Jericho knew that this was going to happen after that last match. He's like, hey, we're going to have to get, take this, start this slow, mm-hmm. and then we're going to just have to work the fans back into the show because it's going to be hard to overdo those guys right before us. That's true. And, and I th- Jericho is such a professional. I think he knew what he had to do. Because by the end, it got back. I think most of the fans were back into it. Mm-hmm. So what are your guys' thoughts on uh, Chris Jericho being um, the first champ? I think it's perfect for it. Yeah. I don't think Adam Adam Page would. Uh, there would be no memes and uh, reports or anything now if Adam Page became champion. That's Nobody true. Cares. Just like the Ring of Honor champion. Nobody cares. Uh, Matt Taven is champion. Nobody even knows him. With but and with all the drama of what just happened, you know, with the losing the title and all that, but the, even the after show of what he did for AEW, like yeah. you know, that Paige, Paige can't do that. Paige is not going to do that. Yeah, no, he would bubbly. Yeah, Paige has no mic skills, like no promo skills. Hmm. 
you know, he's not great at it. Chris and Jericho. He's got, he's got a lot of work to do on his yeah. skills. He's only uh, 28. I mean, yeah. five years, he'd probably, you know, be up there. But right now, he doesn't have it. I definitely agree. And, you know, just like what you just said, Shachi, I mean, Chris Jericho, obviously there's a lot of people like, oh, man, why are they, why is he winning it? You know, he's too old. Yeah. No, he's got way more talent than all these guys. Yeah. But at the same time, look what he did to AEW just within the the next 72 hours. Yeah. They were they they were number one on uh, social media with the whole bubbly thing with him losing the title with him. um also gaining the title back with him uh, doing that post show and yeah. doing the whole bubbly thing, the whole, bu- and you know, he, like you and said, all through social media. Yeah. All through social media. He did that. Exactly. So he definitely, especially when he the title and he was on the Instagram or Twitter with the, him in the bathtub, hot tub. I mean, talking about, you know, I have people on the searching for my title and all that bullshit. Exactly. And he definitely, he, he won up on it. You know what I mean? Yo, that title was huge though, man. You see that title? Yeah. <sighs> I'm, I'm but looking. it's like, who, who watches like, I don't watch much of like WWE social media. Like, you know, but AEW, we have to watch it. That's the only way we know about yeah. this kind of stuff. Yeah, that's true. They're making us watch, and Jericho is definitely making us watch. Well, he keeps it exciting right yeah. now. Well, I do watch WWE uh, social media because certain people. Uh, like, I watch members on Facebook like, like you know something interesting comes up. Exactly. Well, like oh, Seth Rollins got engaged to Becky. I was ah. like, oh, look at that. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> I see. Like when our uh, truth uh, loses the title and gets it back. And I'm sorry. Gotta- I'm sorry. I follow uh, man. I follow Mandy Rose on social media like crazy. <laughs> Uh, I, I think that's a good idea, Jacob. Let me, let me, go, let me go follow Mandy Rose. Oh no, you gotta follow Mandy Rose, bro. <laughs> hey, yeah. by the by the way, I'm only I'm only uh, two points behind my brother right now in fantasy football. Oh. But you got two more people to play, right? Oh, I got Drew Brees, who hasn't even played yet. Oh so. wow! Oh, that's killer right now. Why are you gonna do uh. that to him? <laughs> <laughs> And if I had played Tom Brady, I'd have like 25 points, but that's okay. Uh, if I just put the guys in, we'll play bench it. It'll be all right. It'll be all right. <laughs> Maybe next season. So uh, so going back to that, I mean, obviously, uh, I, I'm, I'm all for uh, Chris Jericho winning it. You know, you got a you got a top heel. You you'll get a baby face to go after, and obviously, uh, a couple of days after we saw who was going after it, and I was kind of disappointed. And that's just because of how I feel about uh, the next uh, the next in line for the title, Cody Rhodes, because I don't see that he's gonna he's gonna win it. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think I think Jericho is keeping it for a little while. Exactly. At least still on January. Exactly. Or into the new year, you know, and I got kind of disappointed seeing that because obviously, yes, I know Chris Jericho and Cody Rhodes are going to put on a hell of a match, but I could also see, and, and we could see MJF even go even even more into a heel mode. He'll be the top two heel in, in uh, AEW, but at the same time, I felt that Cody Rhodes should have waited until like July or something. Hey, but what do you think? Because um, Jericho said he has two mystery guys coming to in 
was when October starts for their mm-hmm. first show. Who do you think they are? I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's got two, mis- two mystery guys coming. That's what he said. One of them. Yeah. He's got two mystery partners or something coming in I gotta, for the first show. I got to make sure I have uh, Chris Jericho on my Instagram, so that'll be a lot easier for me. Because <laughs> he's been saying it before even this pay-per-view. He had two guys that are going to be coming. Oh, man. That could, it be C- could it be CM Punk, one of them? No, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think uh, CM Punk would have debuted like that. Yeah. Not under, not under another wrestler. That would he would have to do something solo, you know. What I mean? Yeah. Uh, could it be Kevin Nash and <laughs> Scott Hall? Nah, he doesn't like either of them. Jericho doesn't like though. Mm. I don't know. It's gonna be interesting. I mean, it will be. It definitely will be interesting. But like I said, we got a lot of good wrestling to come in the next month. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, literally in the next month, we're gonna have AEW on. Uh, on Wednesdays, NXT yeah. on Wednesdays. But NXT starts what next week on TV? Eighteenth week yeah. after. Well, number they're they're close to. So it's coming. It's coming pretty soon. Two yeah. weeks. Yeah, they're definitely close. I mean, I mean, even before that, we have a uh, class of the champions, uh, WWE, which is going to be good. I mean, that's uh that's in two weeks, I believe, right? Yeah. Definitely, and I can't wait to see. Uh, how that's going to go. I mean, obviously, we already talked about it, and we think that Dolph Ziggler and them, they're, they're going to win that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they're going to win the tag team titles, Ziggler and Rude, because I don't see the, the other two keeping the titles. You know what I mean? Do you guys yeah. do you guys want to talk about that right now, or do you guys want to just kill it off after the, after the uh, AEW? Let's kill it off, guy. I got to go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to let you know I'm winning now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll, we'll we'll do this show just for the uh, um, the AEW Fallout, and definitely I'm not gonna I'm gonna agree. This is pretty good pay per view. Obviously, we're looking forward to uh, in the next couple of weeks where they uh, they debut on TNT. Yeah, it's gonna be great. You know, more storylines. You know. More interaction with AEW, I think it's going to make this company a little bit better. Yeah, I, I was reading uh, while you were talking about the uh, mystery partners. Uh, one uh, person they are pushing number one is John Morrison. They said he's a free agent from Impact. Mm. I could see him uh, him rolling with uh, Y2J, uh, Chris Jericho. It'd definitely be nice. Uh, just, just to get his foot in the door. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Uh, be Johnny Elite. Johnny, oh, I like that. I like that. And he renamed himself everywhere he goes. Johnny Impact over there, Impact Wrestling. Yeah. So Johnny Elite. Mm-hmm. Could be. That's a good. Uh, that's a good one. So who? Or, did- or it could be Enzo and Cass. Ah. No, Enzo and Cass supposed to be going to NXT. I thought. Huh? The Enzo and Cass were going to NXT. No, they ain't. Oh, trying to that down. Triple H said they're not coming. You, that's what on. he's saying now. No, bro. You know they they are definitely not going back to WWE anytime soon. Hey, if the money's right, they'll go wherever. Ah, oh, here we go. No, that's 
I do, I do agree. I mean, seeing him with uh, Chris Jericho, I can see that. You're right. I can see that. Uh, I think uh, uh, either like either an NXT or uh, October second, they're gonna, they're going to debut one of those on that Wednesday, one of those shows, mm. AEW or NXT. So yeah, that would be interesting. I mean, that yeah, looks like he got in shape too. So oh, yeah. Enzo's been yo. I follow him on Instagram, bro. This guy. <laughs> This guy is Jack, bro. Is he? And yes. Got shit too? Yes. He he he's not as big as any of the other wrestlers, but he's definitely got in better shape. Yeah, let me see Enzo. Enzo's getting jacked. He's been he's been uh working out in the gym. Yeah. And he does his own thing. I mean, like you you would see his workouts and he just does a variety of different exercises, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where's he at? What's he, yeah. What you got over there looking at? He also posted a lot of times where he's out partying. Yeah, see, there it is right there with the toast, the Toy Story shirt on. Yeah, the veins popping out. The veins are popping. <laughs> so bigger than him, though. I mean, granted, he could only get so big. I mean, obviously, he's not using roids yet, you know, but <laughs> he needs to I'm learn. So bigger. I'm so bigger than Enzo. Ah, here we go. <laughs> You are bigger than Enzo, bro. You are. <laughs> Look at this weak ass shit that he's doing. What is it? Um, doing banded leg raises. Oh, uh, look at this. Look at this. What's wrong with that, bro? That's, that's some good, little, resi- that's some good resistance like, training over there, bro. That's some, that's some good resistance training over there. <laughs> Red band. Come can't on. teach it. You can't teach that, bro. You can't teach that. He said it. <laughs> he did that. He got that Jackson. He can't teach that. Yeah, yo, not to not to not to lie, but he's definitely pushing him and Enzo right now on social media. Yeah, so a lot of I, a lot to, of his posts are with yeah, yeah. with the big cast in there. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, him with uh, Chris Jericho, I don't mind that. I like that. Jericho. <laughs> Jer- I mean, Jericho and the free agents. Yeah. Oh, I don't mind that. Uh. All right, so uh, we're going to wrap it up. And uh, thank you, uh, everyone, for listening. And uh, can't wait to put out the next episode. I think uh, we're going to try to put out a couple more. <laughs> we we still got uh, that Mount Rushmore episode that we got to put out. And hopefully uh, in the next couple of weeks. And then um, hopefully we'll probably put out a show uh, <clears throat> right before Class of Champion, uh, Class of Champion. What are you guys' thoughts? Yeah, that sounds good. So next week. Yeah, something sometime next week. Yep. All right. Uh, yeah. All right. Thanks for everyone uh, that subscribed, and uh, have a good night. Good night. Good night. All right. I like that. that. All right. See you guys. Yeah. Can't teach that, Jacob. <laughs> All right, good night, guys. Use it on the kids tomorrow, Jacob. All right, I'll use it on the kids on tomorrow. Can't teach that. All right. Can't teach that. All right, have a good one. All right. Peace.